Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Well, welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callis, and I serve as one of the pastors here at Fellowship Community Church, located in the Roanoke-Salem, Virginia area, and we are grateful for you joining us in here today, uh, desiring to get in God's Word so that God's Word gets into you and God's Word comes out of you. Uh, we began yesterday in 1 Timothy uh, with Cheryl from our Southwest campus, and as always, in our show notes below, on whatever podcast platform you listen to, you can find our reading podcast. Uh, plan for the year. Uh, We are journeying here in 2023 through the entirety of the New Testament, one chapter at a time. So it's pretty easy, not a whole lot of Bible intake when it comes to the length of reading it, uh, but one chapter a day, allowing the Word to change us uh, from the inside out. So before we hop in, we're in 1 Timothy chapter 2. Growing up, Cheryl, what was like one of your favorite things to do? Um, I think one of my favorite things to do that I can remember is just being outside, like all the time. I mean, that's, you know, especially in the summer, um, I grew up in South Carolina, so it was very hot. And I just remember we would go out, we would ride bikes, we would make up silly games, play in the yard, we would go to the creek. I mean, I just loved it. In fact, and I was always barefoot. Like, that was the funny part. Even (laughs) though it was so hot, I was always barefoot. And a friend of mine told me that my feet were made of leather. And Mm. so it just because... It didn't matter if it was hot. I would not have shoes on. So, I don't know. Just being outside, just I loved it. Do you still have pretty tough feet? Like, can you go barefoot approach yeah, anywhere? I mean, maybe not as tough, but definitely... Definitely, you know, tougher than some. Than most, yeah. I would, I would be the exact opposite. I have the tenderest feet in the world. <laughs> and I was outside growing up all the time, but oh, man, I'll uh, step on a rock with a shoe, and I'm like, ow, oh, that hurt. That's funny. <laughs> yep, yep. Awesome. All right, as we were uh, opening up the word to First Timothy chapter 2, uh, Cheryl, what was the verse that the Holy Spirit illuminated you highlighted and wrote down? Um, so I chose verses 1 and 2, um, and it says, First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and a quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. That's a good verse here. Or to him, uh, explain what's happening in this text as Paul writes this. So Paul is urging the Ephesian church to pray for the lost um, mm. because the lost obviously have a great need for salvation. And as believers, um, we should be asking God to meet that need. And I feel like Um, it's also saying that believers should have a compassion for the lost Mm. and should come to God um, just pleading for their salvation and that these prayers should include um, leaders and rulers, which is sometimes even harder um, than you would think to pray for some of those people. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I love uh, because it says, uh, excuse me, be made for all people. Mm -hmm. Here we believe in Jesus, everyone and everywhere. Uh, And then even in the context of the high positions, as you you note it to, is that these kings were persecuting Christians, Mm -hmm. uh, but yet following Jesus uh, is very countercultural uh, and flips the script in a sense like, no, don't just love those who love you, but love those who pray for those those individuals. So even you see Jesus' teachings pretty clearly here in, in this text. <laughs> um, what are some a- a points of application you think for believers and followers of Jesus to walk and live this text out? Um, so I, I feel like it's it's kind of simple that we should pray for um, the lost. And, you know, here we uh, at FCC, we talk a lot about our ones. Mm-hmm. And so praying for your ones daily. And um, it's just been really cool to see, like, 
how God has, I mean, brought people to salvation through the power of prayer. And for me personally, um, so I grew up um, where my dad didn't go to church with us. So I wasn't real sure where his faith stood. And Mm -hmm. so for, I would say, you know, for 40 years, I've been praying for my dad to become a believer. Mm -hmm. And so uh, two years ago, I mean, so yeah, so two years ago, my dad and I were diagnosed with cancer 10 days apart. Mm. So, you know, that was kind of a scary time. And so, but I feel like God used that time. And so he actually brought our family together one day and my dad shared with us that he had, you know, become a Christian and that he was a believer and his faith is so strong now. And so it's just been so cool to see that God answered, you know, a prayer that's been being prayed for 40 years. Yeah. I mean, just amazing. And um, and so I just feel like that has inspired me to continue to pray for more people in my life, whether it's my neighbors or whether it's leaders um, or, you know, or even close friends that don't know Jesus. Just the, you know, I just try so hard now to be intentional about praying for them because God will answer that. Mm-hmm. How have you seen, I want to ask two questions from there. Okay. One is how have you seen, um, praying for your one or praying for lost people change you personally? Um, It's definitely made me more intentional about, you know, if you pray for them, then I feel like then God motivates you um, to reach out to them. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm much more intentional about sending them a short text or just checking in with them or, you know, trying to get together with them even, um, invite them to church, whatever it is. Um, It's just I feel like God brings those people to mind more often mm-hmm. um, than maybe he would have if I wasn't praying for them more often. Mm-hmm. So, Second question. Yeah, it's great. Second question I wanted to ask uh, is because that C word is not a word we want to hear, cancer. Right. We don't hear that. <laughs> and you and your dad, I knew that you had been diagnosed with cancer, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize your dad had been with it within 10 days. Uh, you probably wouldn't choose that to be your story, would you? No. But is how did you see God work? You shared a little bit through it. How did you see God work in your life and in your dad's life? Um, I, I mean, it def, you know, it would not have been my choice for my story, but I would do it all again if mm. it was going to give the same outcome. Um, because it's not just my dad becoming a believer through it, or at least sharing that with us, but mm-hmm. just watching how God provided for me personally, but also him. I mean, it was just amazing. Every little thing. I mean, I could just list them off all the things that he provided for us during Mm. that time. I mean, even down to things like negative COVID tests, you know, Mm. um, and just, or just time in the car, driving Kennedy to swim 30 minutes a week, you know, just time in the car to like, honestly cry and scream out to him over what we were going through. But, um, I think provision is probably the biggest thing. And then the support of our church family, our community and friends and neighbors. I mean, just we have never felt so loved and covered in all of our lives. Mm. So it was amazing. You can't follow Jesus alone, can you? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can't. Uh, All right. So we walked through the highlight, explain, apply. And then what was the Spirit's call for you in this to personally respond to this text? Um, Just to keep praying. Um, You know, I just... And just asking God for um, to show me better ways to pray or how to pray or when to pray. And um, I'm actually going through this 40-day prayer challenge right now. And so one day I read it, and it was talking about praying for, like, 
every single person. And it was funny because I went for a run on the Greenway and I forgot my AirPods. And I <laughs> cannot run without music. And so anyway, so I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to pray for every single person that I pass on the Greenway. Mm. And so I did. And it was so cool. And it was such a, you know, a great experience. You know, I didn't know those people. I don't know what happened to them. But every single person... I prayed for him. And so I just feel like my response to this is just, you know, being aware and praying more for just people, you mm-hmm. know, all of God's people. You know, we all need prayer. So. Yeah, that's good. I love it. Well, thanks for joining us here today on the Jesus Everyday Podcast.